You're listening to Formby Podcast. In this podcast, we're at Formby Lawn Tennis Club. Peter Collinson has written a book all about the history of the tennis club, telling us who donated the land in the 1800s. I've always been interested in history, local history. I've uh, researched my family history. And uh, when lockdown came, the first lockdown where we weren't allowed out of the house, uh, I decided to look at the history of the tennis club. I'd had various items like the minute book from 1936, 1937, which was very interesting because my father was actually chairman for one of those uh, meetings. So the interest uh, evolved from there. Uh, I then asked for some photographs from Jerry Gerd, Gerd Neeple. He supplied them to me and the ball started rolling uh, until its completion. A history of the Formby Lawn Tennis Club, 1888 to 2020, written by Peter Collinson. So you've used the minutes, so that would be amazing. So you started off listening looking at this and your father was chairing the meeting so that took you to the minutes is there quite a comprehensive archive of minutes that the tennis club have kept or are they all in sort of cardboard boxes around the minutes of the club we have uh, from 1934 i think uh, up to the present day what is so so frustrating is that uh, the archives before that date have been lost. How they were lost, nobody knows. I put in uh, something in the Formby Times about 12 years ago, nothing came out of that. I've written to various institutions to find out more information, but nothing exists. We do fortunately have other evidence to show about our existence, but uh, prior to 1934, we just don't have any minutes. And if anyone out there has got any information on the club pre-1934 or afterwards, please get in contact with me. I'd be absolutely fascinated to find out or even a photograph of the pavilion in 1920. Anything like that would be uh, very much appreciated. Uh, that would be just telephone 01704 830196 or email me which is at btinternet.com. So before 1934 it covers 1888 to 1934 but that's not from the minutes. That's correct. Um, we do have a trophy uh, in fact, I will just quote you from the book. Our records pre-1934 are somewhat sketchy, but we do hold a trophy from June 1891, presented to the club by the Cheshire Regiment. The club must have been, be uh, must have been formed before then to come to the notice of the visiting army units. Uh, it actually reads, the trophy inscription reads, Presented to the Formby Tennis Club by the officers of the 4th Battalion 
of the Cheshire Regiment as a souvenir of many happy days. And it's dated, as I said, uh, June 1891. Uh, I inquired at the Cheshire Regiment with a Major Astle, uh, and he told me that they were probably billeted at the Altcar Training Camp in Hightown. Now, that was established in 1860. Uh, alongside that, there is also evidence that the Reverend Lonsdale Formby, who was vicar at St Peter's from 1846 to 1894, uh, he actually left uh, some fields for a cricket field and a lawn tennis ground. And that was made in his lifetime. Uh, and it is rather strange because with all my involvement in this, I've looked at other clubs and it's very rare to get a cricket club and a tennis club together on the same grounds as they were founded. So both have been there for some time. Uh, the cricket club, I think I'm right in saying, was founded in 1860? 1865. 1865. Uh, if I had evidence, it might well be that the club was formed then. But I don't have that evidence. But you know he gave the land for cricket and tennis. Yes. It, it, in fact, to quote, the parish is indebted to the deceased for a cricket field and lawn tennis ground. Uh, this gift was made in his lifetime and it refers to the land that the club still occupies as it is adjacent to the cricket club. And it's also shown on the 1906 Ordnance Survey map. And, and that's the image that you have then on the next page. Is that the image from the Ordnance Survey map? It is, yeah. It shows quite clearly uh, the format of our ground in 1906, which was uh, exactly the same ground right up until 1952, uh, before we extended uh, into what is now the car park and courts one two three and four so wouldn't you say then that the club has been in existence then since 1865 well i'd like to think so but i've got no actual proof we were certainly going in 1891 we must have been formed before that i just don't have the evidence I've got the evidence of the Ordnance Survey map. I've got the evidence of the trophy. And it's, it's more a guess as to how long we've been formed before then. But it's quite possible. There may have been only eight members, maybe with one court, and maybe formed at the same time as the cricket club. The cricket club I've written to, and they don't have any history of... Uh, our shared ground themselves. I've been to the solicitors to look at the land registry. That hasn't brought up anything apart from knowing that we own this ground. So it's very difficult to actually pinpoint an exact date and annoying for me because I would just love, love to find out if someone could come up with some positive evidence of our existence from 1860.
And when you say that um, Reverend Lonsdale Formby, when you say that he had given this land, where is that documented? Can you not use that as the first reference? Yeah, it is not as simple as you might think. Uh, when you go through the documents, because up until 19... Uh, I think it was... No, maybe... Up until about 15 years ago, we used to pay a rent to the Lonsdale family. Um, or, the sorry, the Formby family. Uh, they eventually gifted the land to our club. Uh, so we now actually own the land outright. Uh, to go back into the documentation, anything really uh, pre-1920 is difficult. The handwriting, if you do find it, is difficult to read. Uh, I have tried with a solicitor's help, but unfortunately there's nothing in total evidence that will point me to say when that actually happened. So you've started and you were writing the book. Did you uncover anything that completely you didn't expect? Um, I did find some family history, which was great, but I have an old program, only a photocopy, from 1937. Uh, and this was when the Formby Cricket and Lawn Tennis Club combined uh, hosted the Open Lawn Tennis Tournament. And this was one of the biggest tournaments. Um, let me just quote to you. Uh, between 1920 and 1937, Formby Tennis Club, in conjunction with the Cricket Club, hosted one of the biggest open tournaments in the north of England. Over 600 matches were completed on 13 courts, which covered the entire area of the two clubs. Uh, the competition was attended by the Australian Davis Cup team and other top international players of the day also competed, including the three times Wimbledon champion A.W. Gore, who won the former tournament in 1920 and 1921. So it was a huge tournament uh, and must have been one of the biggest in the north of England and maybe uh, in the UK. I find it extraordinary that in 1921 the population of Formby was probably only about 8,000 people and to hold this tournament there must have been someone there driving it and that's another piece of the jigsaw which I don't have. Uh, Rather pleasantly for me, I find that the tournament committee, uh, my father was on that. Unfortunately, Dad died some time ago, so I can't quiz him either. But there must have been someone there who was the drive, had the drive and tenacity to organise this tournament and must also have had inroads into uh, the top players at the time. And what year was that then? Well, the, the tournament ran from 1920 to 1937. So when you have the last three years of minutes, did it come up in that? Oh, yes. Yes. But it doesn't give you any inclination of links with the LTA or...? No. And I 
contacted the LTA and asked for the... They do have the results of the tournament uh, in the LTA archives uh, and they have sent me copies of that. So you've produced this booklet. How many pages are in the booklet? Oh, just under 100. So, um, I mean, a lot of work, a lot of pulling together, a lot of photographs. Um, do we have any sort of anybody famous who's come from Formby Lawn Tennis Club that's gone on to win Wimbledon or? Yeah, um, many great players have graced the courts. The most famous of them was Alan Mills. Now he joined our club as a junior in 1948 at the age of 13 and he won the men's singles in 1952. Under the guidance of Jerry Thompson uh, and the coaching of Fred Bamford, Alan became senior county champion at the age of 17 and went on to play at Wimbledon, reaching the semi-finals playing with Mark Cox in the men's doubles. He remembers Formby as a little village where everyone knew you. The tennis club with its old wooden pavilion and the members making tea and sandwiches on Sunday afternoon. That still happens, by the way. Everyone knows everyone in Formby, or appears to. Uh, however, he's probably best known as the Wimbledon tournament referee for over 20 years. And his face became familiar to millions of television viewers worldwide as he used to stand in the corner of Centre Court clutching his two-way radio, glancing upwards at the sky to make sure the rain clouds were not gathering. So Alan Mills, was he, um, was he born and bred for me then? Or was he a, a blow-in as they say? I think he was born and bred. I'm not totally convinced about that. But he was certainly a junior here, so he must have been... People didn't travel that much distance, especially juniors at that age. So I suspect he was in the surrounding area. And when was he tournament referee at Wimbledon? Uh, probably in the 70s and 80s. But I would need to check that. And is he um, was he associated with Holy Trinity as well, or was he just Formula Lawn Tennis? No, no, just Formula Lawn Tennis Club. Uh, I think he went uh, around the area winning competitions in various places. Yeah. So this is Peter Collinson signing off. Uh, Peter Collinson was chairman for eight out of the last ten years, and treasurer for six of those years at the same time. He now uh, is a trustee of the club and is the life president of the club. And when you say trustee, how many trustees does the club have? There are three trustees and their only involvement would be on the financial purchase uh, of no their main purpose is to oversee the financial situation of the club
Formby Podcast is an independent production. It comes to you free. If you'd like us to tell your story, or you know of a story, contact us at formbypodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.